Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, Chris Williams here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, One of the things that allowed you to find this show was it had to either be suggested or somebody's told you about it. And we're trying to get to 1000 reviews across all of our audio platforms. However, you are listening to this right now. There's somebody else just like you and we want to reach them. We want them to know that, hey, there's a resource here. There's a community. Would you mind leaving us a review? The more reviews that we have, the more uh, other people just like yourself get a chance to hear and see this show. So if you don't mind, please just drop us a review. It takes literally five, 10 seconds um, on whatever platform that you're listening to. I'd really appreciate it. Let's get into the episode. I have found that too many of us think that meeting an Alex or meeting a David and Donnie or meeting a LeBron or meeting a Jay-Z or whoever you admire, we think that when we meet them, the advice or what they're going to tell us to do is going to match where we presently are all the time. Meaning we're going to agree with whatever they say. And that's just not true. What I have found is that my business coaches and people I really respect, sometimes they'll tell me something that literally short circuits my brain. Why? Because it doesn't make sense to the present version of who I am. And so for most people, we'll want to dismiss what they're saying and we will get rid of the whole person because we got challenged. Our ego and what we currently know right now got challenged. But if you step back a second, you're being challenged by a person who has a business portfolio worth $100 million. Clearly, there's something they know that I don't. You are now listening to the Grow Your Side Business Podcast, where I help ambitious employees develop their side business in a five-day challenge. You can go to growyoursidebusiness.com right now. And while you are here listening to the audio experience, I thank you so much because however you found us, that is awesome. My job as a former corporate employee who's been able to build multiple side businesses and help a lot of other people is to help you do the same. You're in the right place at the right time in your life. Let's listen to today's episode. Hey everybody, uh, today's episode, I really wanted to jump into something that I saw uh, of a conversation that I heard recently. So uh, in order to get started, um, this is a quick snippet from an episode with Alex Hermosi. If you don't know who he is, he's 32 years old. His portfolio of companies is worth $100 million. I want you to listen to this and then we're going to talk about it on the other side. Business is not hard in that it is not complicated. It is hard because people cannot stay focused on the same thing for a long period of time. It's also because once people make a certain amount of money, if they only did it for the income, they're trying to find the next thing that's going to make more income rather than the mission of the business. Because if you believe in the mission of the business, you will be willing to do it for an extraordinary long period of time. And I can tell you right now from all the friends that I have that make shitloads of money, they've all been doing the same thing for a long period of time. All right. So I want to give you some stats so you can understand like what I really want to dive into today. And let me just start um, when you think about like your your favorite celebrities, the people who influence you, the people who you're listening to, watch and talk to every single day. I want to I want to share some stats with you. I want to start with Jay-Z. Jay-Z, I was, I was looking this up and I was interested in like how many actual songs has he done? Right. How many albums has he been a part of over over his lifetime so far? 
Um, he's done over 200 songs. He's on 23 different albums. That includes solo. That includes collaborative albums and all the like, but 23 different albums. Um, let's move into uh, sports commentary. So Stephen A. Smith works at ESPN on uh, his show First Take. Over 15,000 takes a year he talks about, right? Uh, let's move to uh, further into podcasting. So David Shans and Donnie Wiggins, the Social Proof Podcast, large platform, great, great content and really helping people out. Um, they have over 570 different episodes on Apple and over 832 videos on YouTube. They will crack a thousand videos by the time the end of the year happens, right? I'm getting to my point in a second. Let's look at a sports figure, LeBron James. LeBron James has played in over 1,370 games and nine straight years went to the finals, right? Which means that every single season is 82 games, which means he played more than almost 100 games for nine years straight. What I What's more impressive is what you had to do to prepare yourself. 34 somewhat average points a game. Like it's just insane. Right. And then to Alex Ramosa, you heard the clip. I wanted to share this with you. He has over 500 in, I, I think, uh, uh, 70 videos on uh, episodes on YouTube and over 800 and over, um, 462, uh, episodes on Apple right now. Right. What's my point? I think one of the most misunderstood things about building your business is are you willing to do it and have the amount of volume that it takes in order for it to take off? I, I have come to a realization that the only way the Grow Your Side Business podcast is going to grow, the only way more people are going to find out about it um, is, is the fact that if I stick with it long enough, I will improve, I will get better, Thus, the show will grow. And in this episode that Alex did, it was uh, it's an episode. If you go to his show, his his podcast is so incredibly dope. If you just want to understand how how someone thinks he's so his entire personal um, uh, platform is he wished that people like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos and, and the like had documented their journey to a billion dollars. So he's documenting his journey. He has a podcast called The Game. And there's an episode called Doing the Boring Work Versus Chasing Shiny Objects. And it's such a powerful uh, um, episode, mainly because there's so many things that I, I think we get caught up. Social media does it to us. We've been TikTokified to death. We've been, um, we, we like seeing the results of what other people's lives are. We love seeing the flash. We love seeing the numbers. We love hearing about what other people have done. But what we don't like accepting is what they did. We love the results. Sounds awesome. But we're not caught up in the volume that it took in order to make that result. Again, I'll go back. Over 200 songs written by Jay-Z. You had to literally give up your life to write 200 songs. I would imagine probably uh, Lil Wayne might be more than that, right? Because he's on everything and been doing it for so long. You know, Stephen A. Smith has been talking sports since he was at the Philadelphia Inquiry. You know, actually, since he was at Winston-Salem State, right, in college. He's been a quarter of a century talking 
sports. And so while everybody got caught up in his NBA sized uh, deal with ESPN, he said something that was really interesting. He said, Hey, don't get caught up in that. Get caught up in the fact that I've done this for 25 plus years. And so I, I think it's something to be said that if you want your, your, your side business, if you want your, your, your entrepreneurship business to grow, you have to accept that volume is the one thing you cannot escape, which means you need volume and time. They work together, right? You, you can't want the, you know, the speed of results and want to avoid, avoid the, also the, the brother of it implementation, right? You have to have the speed of implementation, which creates the results. They work hand in hand. And what I realized is, I, and what sent me down this path was I was listening to this episode and it got me curious. I said, oh, huh, I wonder how much of something somebody has done based on where they are today. So I, I went and looked it up. I was like, how many songs has Jay-Z done? Right. And I just went down this path and I just wanted to look at these people and go, whoa, that's interesting. Right. Like, and, and I think what we, because we see the results of people, we get so caught up on, on the thing that you forget they've been doing it for such a long time and the amount of volume they've put in for that time, that's what makes them successful. So I was doing my own, you know, retrospective. I've only done 149 episodes. By the time you hear this episode, this will be 150. That is a, it's a great feat. And I don't, I don't actually like take that for granted. I've done, 100 and, I've done this 150 times. That's that's a lot. But what I realize is when I when I when I look at where my where my peers are, when I look at how they've arrived at what they've arrived at, it's the fact that they've increased their volume. That's what's making them successful. Right? So like um uh you know, let, let's just look at um you know, a, a LeBron James, if you've played, you can't play a 1300 games and go to the finals nine straight times in one year. It doesn't work like that. How many times have you met people or even you, if you're honest, cause I know I've said it before in business ventures that I've been a part of, somebody will ask me about it six months, eight months, nine months, two years later and say, Hey, how's that going for you? And I've always got an excuse. Well, I started and things just didn't work out. Well, I started and, you know, I couldn't find enough people or whatever the case may be. I, those are bogus excuses because I probably gave up eight or nine months in. I didn't stick with it long enough. And, and, I, and there's something to be said about volume. And I don't mean volume as, as, as audible volume. I'm saying, can somebody look at what you're doing and see that you've done it over and 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 over again. Hey, I want to show you in a free training that I'm providing a ridiculously simple way to increase your income without quitting your day job. 
I'm giving you this opportunity to learn the things that I've learned from building my first side business to multiple side business and helping many other people do the same. Inside of this training, one of the greatest things is I'm giving away the secrets. That's right, the things that I've held on to that have helped me over and over and over again to be able to make multiples monies a month using my current skill set inside of the marketplace. I want to give that to you. So jump in, go to impactmyincome.com. That's right, impactmyincome.com. Impactmyincome.com and you can register and save your seat today. Because if no one can see that you've done it a bunch of times, the perceived likelihood of achievement for the person you're trying to help is going to be very low. By the way, welcome to starting a side business. Welcome to your full-time entrepreneurship. Like, it's easy to excuse um ourselves from doing something because we look at somebody else and we're like, well, yeah, if I had a whole team, I would do it. No, what you forgot about was when there was nobody there and they were individually calling, individually reaching out, stalking people. Um, They were going after the opportunity to do the work to show and prove that what they know works. Alex Ramosi slept on his floor of his gym. I'll give you another example. Um, You know, there's tons of them. And and I guess what I find interesting before I give this other example, what I find interesting is if there's somebody that you admire in life and if there's somebody that you like, man, I can't believe they did it. So super happy for them. And if there's somebody that you thumb flick through all of their stuff, you read all their tweets, whatever, whoever the person is. At some point, there was an interview that that was done about their life. Some point, somebody documented like a sit down with them. You know what I find ironic? I find it interesting that we get so caught up on the stats of the person of the results that they got. And we will totally dismiss sleeping on the floor of the gym will totally miss losing $300,000 on a deal. We'll totally miss the fact that they went to jail. We'll totally forget and skip over the fact that they may have had some uh, monetary struggles and so they had to figure it out by doing it the only way they knew how because they didn't have the money to do it the way other people were doing it. So that's what gave them their unique advantage. Because they found a way without doing it the way that everybody else could do it with money. My perfect example of this is is the man who's, I'm sure, worth way more than $100 million at this point is Steve Harvey. Everyone loves Steve Harvey. Everyone loves talking about and showing all his stuff. They love following what he's what he puts on social media. He and his wife, they love showing off what Marjorie is doing. They love talking about what they've done and showing this and doing everybody loves showing where his life is now. Shout out to Earn Your Leisure um, for an interview. They did a sit down with uh, with Steve Harvey earlier this year. 
And what I find interesting is that for the people who got who newly got introduced to Steve Harvey, hour and a half interview. You know what I bet people most people skipped over about is the story. They skipped over the part that he was living in his car. They skip over the part that he lived in his car for his dream. They skip over the part where he lost money. They skip over the part where he had to stand outside of venues waiting to get in, hoping to get on stage, be there the entire evening and don't get up on stage. They skip over the part that he got a call to go to New York to do a show while he was in Florida, but he didn't even have money for a plane ticket. They skip over the part where he actually had strained relationships with his children. They skip over the part that he had two divorces. They skip all of that. And I think the reason why we skip it is because we ourselves don't want to have to accept the fact that in order for me to be able to ultimately get to that moment for my own life, I'm going to have to go through something. By the way, success is not guaranteed. And since it's not guaranteed, we would rather just watch other people who already have it. Instead of going at, instead of accepting the process and the journey of going after success in our own lives. You do realize that Colonel Sanders himself didn't know what KFC would look like today. Because he died before he saw it happen. You do realize that people like, you know, the McDonald's brothers just had a burger joint. They didn't see what somebody else saw, but that person had no clue. But because of the pursuit of what it could be, they were willing to do the work. So this is just a question out to you and that I put to myself when I heard this episode. And if you want to go listen to the episode, go check out his episode. It's called Doing the Boring Work Versus Chasing Shiny Objects. And his whole point is um, a clarion call, which I think um, that I heard personally for me. So shout out to Alex for, for putting this out here. But yo, volume wins. And if you don't have the volume, you'll never even know if you can win. Because success isn't guaranteed. But you have to accept the volume and time. By the way, time can work on your side. Yes, time is expiring. Yes, you don't know when you get out of here. But it can work on your side if you're willing to put in the amount of volume that it takes to prove out something. Because by the way, proving the opportunity and you getting better happen in the same intersection. Volume makes you better. Like LeBron James could not be averaging 30 over 30 points a game. Steph Curry couldn't be averaging what he's averaging if he's not. Listen, you can watch a, a NBA game. What you'll never see is what they're doing off the court. Do you realize how much volume of shooting and workouts and running and running and running and running and drills. Do, do you realize the amount of volume of what it takes just for those two hours almost every other night? 
just so they can be good then. Are you putting in that kind of time with what you're asked, what you really want? And by the way, this doesn't just apply to business. You want your marriage better? Do you want, you want to learn how to communicate better? Um, do you, do you want a better relationship with your kids? Do you like, what do you want? I know for me, I want the grow your side business podcast to be the first thing on any high level, uh, career ambitious employees mind. And I also want to be able to work with the corporation and or consulting company so that we can put together events to be able to draw out the talent of those ambitious employees and really be able to help them out. I know that's what I want. I have to put in the volume. I can't ask somebody to do something and I haven't put in the volume. You want to work with somebody like you're reaching out to people. You want to work with them. Are you putting in the work? I'm not saying you can't work reach out to them. I'll put it this way. Get this, get this. Imagine if now Alex Ramosi is 32 years old with a hundred million dollar portfolio of companies. He started with one and then he built up this entire portfolio of companies. Imagine if one day you're in the lounge in the airport and you meet Alex. And let's say Alex just happens to be like super friendly. I don't know, but I'm just, he seems like a friendly guy. Let's just say you're, you, you meet together, you're sitting there. Both of you have like an hour or so to kill. And he asks you what it is that you do. And he start asking you how long you've been doing it. And, and, and this is what's crazy to me. Let's just say he's genuinely interested in what you do. I have found that too many of us think that meeting an Alex or meeting a David and Donnie or meeting a LeBron or meeting a Jay-Z or whoever you admire, we think that when we meet them, the advice or what they're going to tell us to do is going to match where we presently are all the time. Meaning we're going to agree with whatever they say. And that's just not true. What I have found is that my business coaches and people I really respect, sometimes they'll tell me something that literally short circuits my brain. Why? Because it doesn't make sense to the present version of who I am. It just doesn't make sense. And so for most people, we'll want to dismiss what they're saying and we will get rid of the whole person because we got challenged. Our ego and what we currently know right now got challenged. But if you step back a second, you're being challenged by a person who has a business portfolio worth a hundred million dollars. Clearly there's something they know that I don't. And I'm just asking you don't dismiss when somebody gives you good advice, gives you an opportunity to listen, gives you some good information. Don't dismiss it because it doesn't make sense to you right now. It's not supposed to, you're not where they are. That's what I like about wisdom. It's not where I am right now. Works for me. Because I'm willing to accept I don't know enough. And I'm also willing to sit at the feet of the people who are doing the thing already or already a little bit ahead of me. I'm okay with that. Listen, if you haven't started your podcast yet, I'm 150 episodes in. I think I might know a little bit more. Is, is it just fair, right? Not ego. I'm saying based on the volume of episodes I've already dropped. 
And David and Donnie know a lot, a little bit more to me. Why? Because of the volume of what they've done on top of the volume of what I've done. Alex and Mosey might know a little bit more than you about building a business and mergers and acquisitions and, and, and sales. And why? Because he's worth a hundred million dollars. He's going to say something that won't make sense to me. And I'm okay with that. You should be too. So I'm just saying, I want you to start focusing on the volume of what you're currently doing. If you're saying you really want it, put more in. Don't take it out. Don't take more out. Put more in. Put more in. Seriously. I want, I want, I want you to be the person that when you, when, when, when opportunity does cross your path, you've put in enough volume that you can take that next leap. But I don't want you to try to take it and lie to yourself because it, one, it'll show Two, you'll crash and burn. So turn up the volume. That's the whole point of this episode. Hey, listen, if you like this, make sure you share this. Tell somebody else. Uh, leave me a rating or a review. And then also, I'd love for you to do me a favor. Make sure that if you're listening to this on the YouTube channel, would you be so kind, subscribe or leave us a comment there as well. Until we talk again, I hope that you go take some massive action and turn up the volume in your own life. Take care. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.